Hello, hello, hello. This is Christopher Radiant Fire Radio. I am back with you. I wanted to read an article that I wrote called (laughs) I Want My Rainbow Back. But I don't need to because I have a good godly wife and she read it. And she did it justice. And I'm saying she did it justice because she really, really captures what I believe the essence of this prophetic word that God gave me about the rainbow and how important it is to him. So without further delay, we're going to do a joint effort with Daughters of the King, my lovely wife, Catherine, as she is reading the prophetic word that God gave me. I'm so blessed to have this woman in my life. I'm so excited about everything that God has placed inside of her. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing? Um, I wanted to come and read a prophetic word that God released about his rainbow. You all know that we just left uh, June, which is the month that has been dedicated to the pride um, LGBTQ community. And God wanted to speak about this. He gave a prophetic word to my husband. And I think that it's very interesting because um, this goes right along with what I have been uh, sharing with you all throughout the month of June. You all know that um, God created uh, mankind to live a specific way. You all know that God allows for us to have free will. You all know that God doesn't make mistakes. Um, I've been telling you all that God has not changed his perfect plan, his perfect will for mankind. Um, Though mankind is shaking their fist at God as if God is wrong, God is not going to change. He's not going to change his standards because um, a group of um, people are not wanting him or desire to have what he preordained or foreordained, right? So we don't run God. We don't run God. Um, God's plans and his ways are perfect. And I, I this is what I like to remind you all because the Bible covers every single thing that we can ever imagine. Um, I can't help but to think how God looked down at mankind right around the time where um, Noah, you know, Noah was um, building the ark. But he basically was saying that he looked and he was filled with grief because his creation did not want him. They were filled with darkness, all darkness. And um, the rainbow is a symbol of God not um, destroying the earth with water anymore. This is his covenant. He spoke about this in the prophetic word. So let's read this and let's let's read and hear God's heart because it's very important. God spoke and said, I created the rainbow to show you how much I love you. Now, God um gave this word to Christopher Gore, my husband, and Christopher titled it, I want my rainbow back. This is what God told him 
to title it. So he said, I created the rainbow to show you how much I love you. Rainbows are so beautiful. Like you all know if you've seen a rainbow, it's supernatural. Scientists can't create this. Man can't create this. Only God can. He said, I want my rainbow back. It's not yours. It belongs to me. I created it. You did not. And that's the truth. We have no control over what God has already done for us from the beginning of time. God says my rainbow was created with a purpose and the purpose was never to celebrate behavior that is contrary to the natural intended use of a man and a woman. Are y'all listening to this? He said, I never intended for men to lay with men, nor did I intend for women to lay with women. I never intended for you to choose your own gender. This is what I've been speaking about all in the month of June. God said, I created you perfect. I just shared that with you all not too long ago. He said, I don't make mistakes. I've shared that with you all not too long ago. He said, I know the blueprint for each and every one of my people. I created every single individual to be different and unique. I am not the author of confusion. We all know who the author of confusion is, right? It's the enemy. It's the enemy. So I was telling you all that the rainbow flag was created by a specific gentleman that um, desired for the rainbow flag to be uh, different meanings. And the first dot that he uh, thought to put on the flag was pink. And I told you all that pink stood for sex. Then it was red, which is life. Then it was a few, you know, a few other colors. Um, and they all meant specific things. But he never created a color or included a color for love. And I told you all that that immediately hit my spirit as to why, you know, this is considered perversion. The first thing he thought about was sex. Never did it did it go back to love so we have to put this into consideration right like you can't get around you can't get around that so god continues on to say what is taking place today is nothing more than rebellion rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft the kingdom of god is not rebellion it is love my rainbow represents the purity of the love that I have for you. Purity. Purity is not a mixture. Purity is not perversion, which is a twisting. Purity is clean. There is no mixture at all. It's pure. So God said, my rainbow represents the purity of the love that I have for you. It is a sign of the promise that I made to mankind that I would never destroy the earth and its inhabitants with water again. Every time you see my bow in the sky, 
It is a reminder of the covenant that I made with you. I am a keeper of the covenants that I make. I never change and I never fail my people. This is what God is speaking to the hearts of the people. He is forever going to be who he is from the beginning of time. He's not going to change his plan. He's not going to change his mind. What he's going to do is be God. That's what he's going to do. He continues on to say, I see the sin and the degradation that is prevailing throughout this land. Nowhere is there such a ruckus and uproar like I find in America. You want your right to sin and rebel against me. All the while, my arms have been outstretched to you for a very long time. I have been waiting for you to change your hearts, but I am not waiting anymore. I am sending forth my warring angels to avenge the blood of the innocents that lays in every nook and cranny throughout this land. The blood that has been crying out to me for justice. I have not forgotten, nor will I forgive the willful disobedience of my people. They knew better. They knew my heart. They knew my ways, yet they continue to disregard my laws. I was telling you all, and it could have been last week, that um, there are people who honestly don't know no better. But there is people who know. And I told you, they're just flat out saying, I don't care what God says. I'm going to do what I want. And I told you all that those are the people that God is going to judge. They're in trouble. God said, I demand repentance or there will be great weeping and gnashing of teeth. Do not think that I take the perversion of my rainbow lightly. It is a serious covenant that I have made with mankind that I will forever uphold in the heavenly realms. If y'all understand, God himself just called this perversion. So when I just, uh, when I was going through the message about the flag and I told you all immediately perversion, uh, I heard the word perversion. This was God speaking to me as I was doing the message, um, showing me what he needed to show me that, to relay to you all that this is not something that he agrees with. I think the majority of you all know that, but I think the majority of you all don't want to rock the boat because you don't want to offend someone. But it's better to offend someone than to allow for them to go to hell. Now, I know you may be saying, I can't save people. I don't put people in heaven or hell. And that's true. But God, when you know the truth, God expects for you to share the truth in the way that his spirit will allow for you to. So a lot of people may feel uncomfortable about me and other people sharing messages about the truth, but it all is in love. It's for people to hopefully understand that there's a different way. 
there's a better way. And many people say, well, why is Jesus the only way? Why is God? Why is God the only way? If you only knew what Jesus did for you on that cross. If you only understood the holiness and the goodness of God, you would not question. You wouldn't. Because what he has done on the cross is so real. And no one else, no one else in this lifetime will ever do what Jesus Christ has done for the world. Jesus rescued, delivered, brought salvation to all. Justification, redemption, restoration, all of these things that we need because we live in a fallen world and we need someone to come and rescue us from the darkness that is in our soul. So the opportunity will always be there for the loss to come into the arms of the father, to receive his son, Jesus. What did God say earlier? I've been waiting and, and my arms have been outstretched for quite some time. That's what God said. So. God said he demands repentance or there will be great weeping and gnashing of teeth. Do not think that I take the perversion of my rainbow lightly. It is a serious covenant that I have made with mankind that I will forever uphold in the heavenly realms. God will forever keep his covenant, his promises. He's not a um, breaker of his word. We, we break promises that we make to God all the time. And you know what he does? He still loves us. He already knows in our heart, we can't keep the promise. But he doesn't want us to make a promise and break the covenant because that's not something that he would do to us. Right? So... God continues on to say the travesty of this age continues to be the rejection of my love. I think I've shared with you all over the past months that you just need to let God love you. Let God come in and pour his love over you to change you from the inside out so that you can feel his love so your eyes can be open to the truth. And God said the travesty of this age continues to be the rejection of my love. People are waving their fist at God saying, who are you to tell me how to live my life? They're saying this to the creator, the person who created their very being. If you start to understand how your body, your vessel, your bones, your mind, everything about your body is created, it will blow your mind. Do you understand the time and detailed details of what God has placed 
inside of humanity and how everything works together. And then ask yourself, does God really love me? Did he really take the time to do all of these things from the blood flowing through your body to the function of movement, to the veins, to the arteries, to the brain cells, to the soul that you carry? I, I just, oh my gosh. That's your creator who loves you. Who put purpose inside of you. Who allowed for you to have a life. Because of his love. And he's being rejected. He's being rejected. God said, I pour out my heart over and over and still some choose to ignore all that I have done for them. This is my time of retribution, and I will repay, saith the Lord. Vengeance is mine and mine alone. I have said that my spirit will not always strive with man. I cannot lie, and I do not play games with my people. I am always about my business. God is reminding us when the souls was dark around the time of Noah, how he looked down and he was grieved. He was filled with sorrow because his creation that he created in love looked like the enemy. Their hearts were filled with darkness, destruction, just like today. Just like today. And that's when he decided to say, my spirit is not going to strive with man forever. This is very serious, y'all. God said, I am not ever going to make you love me. I've told you all this over and over that God is not a man, that he will force you to do anything. He gives you the option. God said, it is a choice that you make. Whether you choose me or not, I will still remain me. I will still be God and there will be none other beside me throughout all of eternity. God is not going to change for you, for me, for nobody. He's not going to put himself in a position where he becomes lower than his creation to please his creation. Mm-mm. That's not going to happen. He, he loves you, but he'll take you out first. Look, look in the scriptures. God is love first. And God gives us so much opportunities. But when we constantly reject the Father, you all know what rejection feels like. It hurts. It hurts. Why do you think God was grieved with sorrow? Before he decided to destroy the earth with water and only keep Noah and his family to repopulate the earth. It hurts and you all you all know that. 
So God continues on to say, you have chosen darkness rather than light. I will not go against your will. Just know with a surety that my rainbow is not yours to corrupt. I am taking back my rainbow. It will forever be a sign of my love, Selah. So y'all, God is not playing. He's not playing. Um, he has given us chance after chance after chance to repent. And he still is requiring repentance. Because whether you believe God or not, whether you want to serve God or not, whether you want to follow his son Jesus or not, whether you want to receive the Holy Spirit or not, the truth will always remain the truth. Truth will wait. And on the day that you meet your maker, whether or not you believe him or not, you're going to have to answer for the things that you have allowed to take place in your life. And guess what? His love will be so real. You can't deny his love when you stand before him. But he will reject you and say, depart from me. I never knew you. You all should be very afraid to miss God. And I'm not saying afraid where you, you're supposed to have some type of twisted fear. You should love God with fear because fear is the beginning of wisdom when it comes to loving God. If you don't have the fear of God, anything goes. And this is why the world is walking in the deception and everything else that they're walking in because there's no fear of God. But you know what? God's going to bring that fear back. And people are going to bow their knee. And they're going to want to run into the churches and say, oh God, I'm so sorry. Help me. And God's going to be right there in his love. And he's going to say, let's go. Let's go. It's, it's time. Let's do away with your past. Let's grow from here. Let me love you. Let me grow you into the person that you were supposed to be from the very beginning. That's something to look forward to when I think about that. I get so excited because right now God is great bringing the harvest and I can see uh, certain things happening right now. And it's exciting. It's exciting. You can't trick God. You can't hide from God. You can't play with God. He loves you. That's the bottom line. You have a choice to follow him, believe him, serve him, love him back. It's your choice. It's a beautiful thing. Y'all be good. I'll see y'all soon. Have a happy 4th of July. Be safe. Enjoy your families and think about where God is at. Because God is not playing. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Radiant Fire Radio. Thanks for listening to that prophetic word that God gave me. I'm going to post a uh, written copy on this webpage so that you can 
uh, print it if you need to, if you want to, if you want to share it. Highly encourage you to share it with other people. The battle is won. The battle is won already because we are Christ and he loves us desperately. Thank God for the rainbow. We're committed to excellence and truth as we conduct spiritual overwatch for your soul. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you. Simple truths, given with intellectual integrity, far better than Fox News and CNN combined. Please feel free to contact us with questions, comments, concerns at ChristopherRadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and more. Until next time. That was your Overwatch, Einstein. You can thank him later. <laughs>